I want to say lights, camera, action, but um, I mean, we're already going. So um, there you go. Lights, action. action. <laughs> okay. Laura, have you met any new black people this week? I did just yesterday, actually. So yesterday I met Run DMC. In your by dreams? way of, nah, this time. On the television? It was by way of, technically, because it was Chromecast, but it was. You didn't meet him in real life. That is what I'm getting at. No, no. See, but they were a part of me oh my God. at that moment. Laura, I need so, you to understand how sad it is. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. I need you to understand how sad it is that there are so few Black people that you encounter <laughs> that you have been drawing from dreams and television programs. <laughs> like, this makes me really sad. He's a, and you're like, like Kristen in my life too. right now. Like, legit. Like, <laughs> no, no, This no. is my... I really met them, this, though. These... These are my people. These are my people. I met them. So I met DMC yesterday. <laughs> I met them by way of Met the Man's Ugly Sweater Christmas playlist. Oh. And so while I was in the office yesterday, a customer came in and uh, it was just me, him, and Run DMC singing Christmas and Hollis. And so he, needless to say, was of the non-melanated persuasion mm. and run dmc is just going in and christmas in holly squeeze and i'm like bopping my head and i'm like yup and so in that moment he was the minority in the room it felt great because i was with a group of black people yeah that, that was those are my black people this week okay how about you aisha any black people um i mean i haven't i don't think i've really gone out much since tuesday maybe to like mm, no i have not all right. I was supposed to go to Little C's yesterday, but I decided to stay home and let Will do it. So, last black person. Do they still got the $5 met, pies? Girl, why? Okay. Tell me why <laughs> not everybody in the world just goes to Little Caesars. The only drawback Whoa. is that they don't deliver. Now, here's the thing $5 pies that are always ready. Like, yes. <laughs> always, always ready. Like, there's no in, way. Yep. You order yep. a pizza and then they hand it to you. <laughs> Yep. And it does not make any sense, but it because does. Because the supply and the demand and if they're warm, like yeah. there's no problem. I there mean, are no problems. You can't let them sit for too long because then they don't mm -hmm. taste very good anymore. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. fresh, yeah, I need it down. I'm not even convinced that's real cheese, but it's five dollars. <laughs> so <laughs> it's five dollars. It is hot. So when yeah, ready when I asked yesterday. for it. Did you yep. Nah, we oh. don't do that. I've actually never had Little Caesars pizza because, again, I'm not convinced it's cheese, but I ain't knocking anybody else. I mean, it seems like cheese. And I'm pretty Little particular Caesars. about fast food. Your dairy stuff. consumption? Oh. I should be more particular about that. Um, but <laughs> I'm really particular about fast food stuff. And I will eat Little Caesars. I won't eat McDonald's or Burger King or Wendy's anymore, even though I used to get down, you know, in my, Ooh, in Wendy's, my Wendy's Nuggets, though? Oh, I used to get down, but I just can't anymore. I don't know. Wait, so but why see, is I Little have... Caesars acceptable? I don't know. Nostalgia. And it's still the same. Like, you know, like most fast food, it feels like it. they, like, change their recipes and it's not as nah, good as it used to nah, be. Nah, 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 nah. McDonald's fries, I get a pass they whenever I'm They changed their recipe. They made it. I get, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Mm -hmm. They're still, they're still amazing. Yes, um, they are still amazing. The only and time I, I eat them though, the only time I get a pass to eat McDonald's is in an airport. Yes, yes. You get the fries before <laughs> you get on the plane. Yes, I still exactly. do that. <laughs> um, 
Oh wait, we're told we're talking about our black people. All right. Um, I went to the library, <laughs> <laughs> and oh, the lady boy. at the checkout reminded me of an auntie, like just one of my aunties. Like she was, she was clearly she like was, slightly older, but it was like a black don't crack kind of older. Okay, yeah. Of course. And she was like very put together, and she had like, she wasn't like a cynic, but she was looking out. Like I wanted to get the pass for, they have these passes for like, like you can go to the zoo, but that one's missing. Um, mm. I got the one for the parks, but I was gonna get one for some kind of museum or something. She was like, oh, that one's mm-hmm. boring. I was like, oh, oh. thanks, auntie. <laughs> thanks for that. I, all right, auntie, I won't go there. She's like, yeah, somebody <laughs> came back and they were not happy. And I was like, all right, well, we just <laughs> won't do that activity. Like, I don't even remember what the activity was. That's that's how exciting wow. <laughs> it sounded. All righty. Um, it was just free, though, and free is in our budget. So I get that. Mm-hmm. So those were our Black people. Yeah. Fix it like Jesus. Fix it like Jesus. Fix it like Jesus. Fix it like Jesus. I stand corrected. Little Caesars uses real cheese. That's for their website. It is 100% mozzarella and Munster. See, but, but I can't say it's happy cheese with a cow's that, that you can't food. say i don't know on a grass field. i don't know I don't that's know that portland will let me know that i'm just saying i'm just saying all right mm. i mean at five dollars i can't on. imagine that yeah i don't think they were that happy but i mean we didn't think it was real cheese five minutes ago so i mean you're right so this is this is again we stepping up <laughs> stepping up all right okay who are you I'm Laura Solis, looking forward to a three-day weekend. How about you? Uh, I am Aisha McGowan, and I am very anxious about my family having a seafood Christmas. <laughs> oh. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to be, but last time Wait, I but like, what does that mean? Like, you're going like, to have like, a paella? Because those are good. We don't. I mean, I think there will be like gumbo and stuff. Like, I'm not worried about everything being good, but last time I had a seafood Christmas, it didn't end well mm. for my stomach and for the mm. poor person who had to clean up after me at the movie theaters. On oh Christmas my night. gosh. Oh, maybe you shouldn't do this. Oh no. <laughs> I don't like why. Mm. 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 I mean, we're going to have mm. different chefs at this one. So, okay. Are, were and you related to the last chef? I was related to the last chef. And, and wait, I, after that I happened, think, they were like kicked out of the kitchen? No, I just don't do scallops no more. <laughs> okay. okay. That's, yeah, maybe you should stay, well, stay away from shellfish, oysters, scallops. Yeah, I just don't do scallops. Mm-hmm. That, that okay. works. That's how that goes. Um, <laughs> so the, yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, happy holidays to all of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that was gross. By the time you're hearing this, I have or have not yet survived my seafood Christmas because we're tomorrow, which is Sunday. So maybe I'll put a little note in the recording. <laughs> By <Right>. the way, <laughs> I made it. <laughs> I'm out. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. You know, I'd be having them digestive issues, and that one just, mm-hmm. mm, that one, it was bad. I felt, I felt oh wow! I just googled what scallop shells look like. Yo, scallops are beautiful, but creepy, are they? Mm. and they have lots of eyes. No, oh, I'm, 
You're not helping. I'm sorry. I mean, oh, I'm not back. <laughs> so I think we're good here. All right. Okay. So this week for Yas Queen, yes. I picked Mamie Bining, who is a young woman um, who is going to the Olympics for speed skating. She is the first black woman to do so. Um, I think her family is originally from Ghana, but if she's going to the Olympics, I'm going to assume she is now an American citizen. So. Yes, and if you have not seen this video, that she um, is or she's not, that she is not a U.S. citizen. Can't you? I mean, don't you have to be a citizen to go to the? I don't know how it works. To be honest with you, I assume you have to be a citizen. Wait, because didn't you tell me that the the Nigerian women, but yeah, they that they're U.S. They have dual but they're U.S. Right? Oh, they might dual. Uh, I, I, I don't know their story, mean, but they might. I don't, I don't know. I know they had to pay ten thousand dollars. I know that. Yeah. Well, there's a woman in cycling her name is Catherine Bertine she made this movie called half the road um but she her whole story is that she used to work for ESPN and she's a white woman and she was trying to figure out how hard it is to get in the Olympics she chose cycling and so her her plan was to choose a smaller country become a citizen of that smaller country and then try and get in the Olympics that way to qualify and so mm -hmm. she talked um, St. Kitts and Nevis uh, into letting her become a citizen so she could try and go to the Olympics oh, for them. Wow. So maybe they granted them citizenship so they could do, I have no idea. But okay. what I'm saying is it's not impossible that maybe they were just U.S. citizens before. But you um, do have to be a citizen of the said I country. I do believe you have to be a citizen. Which makes sense. I, I didn't, okay. I, 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 believe, that. I, I, don't, I don't see it really working any other way. Um, but I know a lot of people with like like first generation or just with like strong roots to wherever they actually came from, something I don't really know about. Um, mm -hmm. They often have dual citizenship. We're gonna do some ancestry DNA. You just wait, I'm gonna convince you That's it's gonna happen. Problem. And then they have all my information, now I'm good. <laughs> I'm just saying like if we, there's a black owned one, I think it's called like African ancestry DNA. And they particularly met, let you know that they do not sell your DNA or do further research with it. Um, whereas the other people, like 23andMe, if you read the fine print, they're like, yeah, we're gonna continue using your DNA. Mm -hmm. See? Mm -hmm. They probably trying to- Cause they trying to- Species, I don't know, I don't see people. That's exactly what I was thinking. They were like, yo, all these black people, they sending us the DNA, we can do something with this. I mean, in the book I'm reading right now, Inferno, by Dan Brown. Oh dear. Yeah, there's some- Did you get that at the library? I got it at the library. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> very good, very good. But the man, like, did the auntie I mean, have anything to say about that one? I don't remember. I don't remember her commentary. Um, mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, people are trying to do some real crazy stuff in that book about ev with evolution and stuff. And so I'm a little paranoid at the moment. Um, but no, they will not be getting my DNA samples <laughs> with me knowing about it. That's that's just how that's, that that's what's oh, not gonna fine. happen. <laughs> if they get them because i know people have their ways and i've been to the hospital a time or two mm -hmm. so <laughs> they get my dna it's not because i gave it to them on purpose <laughs> all right <clears throat> so yes maybe by any <laughs> yes that's right wow we're gonna keep it on track today we got this are we we're doing a terrible job of that we um, really are <laughs> how many minutes in it's like 20 minutes i need you to watch that video of her at the olympic trials just destroying everyone else like I don't know why Ooh. they were there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they didn't know that they were supposed to go. 
Maybe no, they, know they, they all started start. at the same time. They started at the same <laughs> time, but they ain't finished at the same time. <laughs> Damn. Check and out. like the short shot is really short. Like, like in the turn, they like touching the ice and doing the lean. I'm just like, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's scary. It, yeah, but she was like, this is this is what I do. Mind you, I don't know if you saw the follow-up videos, but she was like, this is something I've been dreaming about since June. I laughed so loud. Did you say June? What? I laughed so loud, Laura. I was like, yes, queen. These women are probably Oh my God, that's trying. amazing. They're I think it was their whole lives. And she was like, June. I've been doing this since June. I mean, I don't know if she's been speed skating since June, but she did not have Olympic goals before June. Up until June. As far as that interview indicated, and that is something else now. Isn't oh it? shit! Okay, I'm watching the video. Yeah, them girls never had a chance. Mm -mm. Them girls no, no, never no. had a chance. <laughs> oh, girl is out. And those are the oh, women in the country, oh. Laura. I mean, if you're in the Olympic trials, I imagine you're in the top. Like, of this, is the thing. this is the thing they do. Yo. Seventeen year old Mamie Biney showed up and showed out. And she, she was like, was like "Yo, June." I'm going to the y'all not here. Did y'all not hear them start the race? Like, where y'all at? <laughs> I love everything about this right now. It's so good. It's like the biggest display of black girl magic we've seen in a long time. I know somebody's mad about it, and I hope they are because that is exciting to me. See, the funny thing is, I'm listening to the commentator. He's like, what an exciting performance by a 17-year-old. I want to hear all the aunties in the audience. Like, yes, you see, yes, no, but yes. the best part, the best part is at the very end of the video, if you look, there's her dad in the back holding a sign that says, kick hiney biney, or kick some hiney biney. Oh, so cute. And he's the only black person there, so I knew immediately that it was her father. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. She is so beautiful. Like, in mm. her, like, joy. Oh, kick yes. some hiney biney. It's oh, so he's literally cute. the only person in the audience yes. that's black. Yes. Yes, he is. He's oh, the only person that's new about People need to see this. Family. They were like, she does what? Like, I can imagine my grandma trying to understand what this woman oh is doing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's I think exciting. my grandma knows what I do now. I'm really excited about it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, what did she... Huh? I mean... <laughs> That I like ride bikes and I can compete, but like the whole concept of all the things were was not always connecting. Okay. Um, but I think, yeah. I mean, now you're there, so she can. I don't know. Yeah, like she said something about like, oh, did you get on the team you wanted to? Like, like she understood, oh, like, please, like more, like more of it, and I was like, all right, grandma's getting it, grandma's getting it. And it's not that grandma can't get things; it's just that like this is not something that my family talks about like we know basketball we know football we know wrestling because my grandpa really liked wwe for some reason until he discovered it was fake and then he was very disappointed <laughs> oh my grandpa and i we used to watch it together but we both knew it was fake yeah, i don't think he knew i don't think he knew. oh i'm sorry <laughs> it was very it entertaining to... having them white folks throw chairs at each other <laughs> <laughs> and it would have been great if it was real <laughs> even more <laughs> all right moving forward <clears throat> How do I get ready? Uh, I guess today right. we're gonna have a more mellow way of our conversations. Yeah. We want to lighten the mood, set our intentions for the new year. This is our last podcast of 2017. We made it through. But we want y'all to get to know us by way of some questions. Mm -hmm. Ready. Okay, Laura. So today, instead of a discussion about 
how hard we have it as black folks in America. <laughs> we are gonna okay. do some getting to know you questions so you can get to know us on a deeper level. Oh, I thought you were trying to get to know me. I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> I thought I thought we were people. Like that's friends for life. Okay. Well, I, don't but know the about, I don't know the I don't know your answers to all of these questions. So while they're getting to okay. know you, I will also get to know you. Ooh, I like this. Okay. And you will get Let's to know me. Start. All right. So <clears throat> question number one. Laura, who inspires you? I want to thank my mama. Mm -hmm. No, okay. Um, let's see. First of all, I want to thank God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Stop but it. We can't say these things. Well, I mean, we can because we've grown. I mean, that, but, that's, that's the most of, okay. Carry on. Um, who inspires me? I'm going to say, actually, yeah, I guess I would just go out, not just, but my mom for just being a strong black woman mm -hmm. um and just you know did the damn thing wanted to remain an independent black woman after my father left us and she was a great example of hard work and great work ethic um but i'm also inspired by people just living in their day-to-day -day and trying mm -hmm. to just keep grinding despite all the bullshit yeah. like it's the small things like i and i get it now like there's sometimes where people are like thank you for showing up like to a party right. or something like that and i'm just like wow like at first i'm like oh this is basic friendship stuff but nah yo it's the world be trying to get you yo. it's not though. so i'm inspired by people that no just more. yeah i'm i'm inspired by anyone who's persevering mm -hmm. just keep going just keep moving forward how about you who inspires you um I'm kind of the same boat there. I'm inspired by strong black women in general. I think this has been a really cool year of inspiring black women. Um, mm -hmm. But more so, I am inspired by people who try, who are willing to give it a shot, even if they don't have all the pieces yet. Um, Word. Because that's kind of how I feel like I am all the time. It's like, oh, I don't really have everything I need, but like start somewhere. And I'm so inspired by people who start, start somewhere. And like some of those folks mm -hmm. just really get far and it's awesome. Um, so yeah. That's correct. Okay, Laura, number two. What the what was the best concert you ever attended in your whole entire lifetime? I've only been to two, uh, so really? that's easy. Yeah, oh. um, I I enjoy music. I just listen it to it mostly from yeah. My there's something wrong with that. Um, but I ooh, ha. Huh. You only have to choose between one or the other. Yeah, <laughs> well, but what like, were the two? Since there were only two, you can tell us <laughs> about both of them. Okay. Um, the first one was a Lupe Fiasco Ooh, one. That's a good one. Um, this was like eight, ten. No, I'm gonna go eight years ago, six years okay. ago, and that it was at a, a local college in New York. It was awesome. Okay. And he, I was oh, so bus how I because I'm a small <laughs> human. Um, I made my way to the second row. Okay. Uh, I just like, you know, slithered my way mm -hmm. to the second row. I had mad friends with me, but I was like, bye everybody. I'm going, I'm moving. Wow, you're rude. And <laughs> I apparently hadn't eaten anything in a while. And so uh -oh. I was starting to feel a little lightheaded and because it was getting real hot because there's of lots course. of people and they're all yes. crowded and they're pushing. And, and so then there was this, mm -hmm. you know, and there was this black girl next to me. I mean, Actually, they were everywhere because I was still in New it's York. It's a Lupe Fiasco uh, concert in New York City. Yeah. Also, yeah, but the white people. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, and so 
I remember asking this girl, this random ass person, if I could have her water because I felt like I was about to faint. So okay. I asked a stranger for wow, their water bottle. And she was you. like, girl, and I think she must have recognized that. She was like, oh, I already opened it. Is that okay? And I was like, girl, she was like, oh, you need this. And she gave it to me. <laughs> she had Laura passing out. Okay. gave it to me and I, somehow, I somehow made it out and then somebody gave me cookies the, the community was there for me that day so that's right. another reason that was one of my favorite concerts but it was also because that was my first one the second one and the last one was Senor Vinos and I just love her everything her energy her just She's a great entertainer. She's a great performer. She has this incredible voice that she uses as just this very unique instrument that I was just so impressed by her, despite being tired, because it was like 11 o'clock at night on a Monday and I had to go to work the next day. But I was, I would not have rather been anywhere else in that moment. It was incredible. And she swings by Portland again. But yeah. How about you? Okay, so best concert you ever attended? I don't know. That's really, really hard. So I'm gonna cop out and pick Sinya also because I have seen her perform a billion times. So that must mean that I really liked whatever concerts I've seen previously. Good point. Good point. Yes. Um, so most attended concert, um, like I, I see her at least once or twice a year, and mm-hmm. this has been for the past <clears throat> seven years. <laughs> so yeah all right so she wins uh yeah she wins it's a it's a good show and you know i, I come prepared i know all the words i'm ready i'm ready for the call and response <laughs> cool. Cool. all right okay laura number three where's your favorite place in the world that was inappropriate okay so i'm gonna say instead uh the bronx home that's that's my people I know that was inappropriate. oh i thought it i didn't say it out loud oh, yeah mm-hmm, okay um, you, keep it to yourself. <laughs> you ain't got nothing nice to say that's cool <laughs> um but yeah i would say the bronx new york okay that's my favorite place in the world how about you um <clears throat> that's really hard for me because i really like a lot of places i think the place that i would want to live mm-hmm. is new york city um but my favorite place to just be in, mm-hmm. like best vibes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At the moment, I think Amsterdam is still winning that war. Some good okay. vibes. Some okay. Good vibes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can dig that. Okay. Did you smoke the marijuana when you were in Amsterdam? Didn't know. Or eat it or consume it in any form? You're talking to somebody who had the revelation that coffee shops didn't serve coffee. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I live in Portland. I was obligated to ask. Everyone here does all of the marijuana. And so I learned. Anyhow. Um, yeah. Number four, if you could be any animal, which would you be? Oh, my. Um... Shit. Uh, there's so many of them. I love so many. All right, let me just think this out loud. I could be a hummingbird. Wow. I could be a turtle. Well, hummingbirds are small. They fast. 
got, I feel like me and hummingbirds got a lot in common. Like okay. the metabolism is fast. Like they, like they're just a shit. Okay. Hummingbirds okay. are great. Hey. But then I also love turtles because I mean, they have a house, right? Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Like they don't pay no mortgage. Um, they're strong. They have slow a house. and steady. That, <laughs> I mean, I'm saying just like snails, but snails are messier. So I don't want to be a snail. I would be a turtle. Yeah. And they're strong mm-hmm. and they're, I feel like perseverance is what I think of when I think of turtles as well. Cause they slow, but they always mm-hmm. moving forward though. Always moving the, forward. The tortoise, the tortoise. Like even did when you they, see the, did you see the, the recent, somebody did an actual race between a tortoise and a hare and the tortoise won? Wait, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just in like the past Yay. couple months. That's awesome. Go I turtles. Think, I mean, since we trying to get to know me and all, I have owned a few turtles in my life. Um, currently there are three still living with my mama, Turkey, Tinkerbell, and Gregory, anyhow. But if I wasn't a turtle, then I might could be a shark or, okay. or some kind of bear, but like a Winnie the Pooh bear. Cause like, I want you to be afraid of me just because like innately bears are dangerous, mm. but I really ain't dangerous though. I'm just like a fat thug named Winnie the Pooh. So yeah. I'm either Winnie the Pooh, a turtle, or a hummingbird. Or a Black Panther, just because, hello. So yeah, how about you? Mm. See, at first I was like, man, I'd be a cat because they're very easily satisfied. Like the only thing my cats care for is food. And once you feed, like an indoor-outdoor cat, and once you feed them, they leave you alone and they just take a nap. And then that's just, they're good with that. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm But then I was like, ooh, maybe I want to be like a service animal because then I could travel and then I would have a purpose. Ooh, I like how philosophical you get with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I only want these things because I am currently a human. Yeah. And I know what's available. Mm-hmm. If I was a cat, again, I wouldn't know any of that. And none of You don't know that? Have you ever been a cat? You don't know what cats know. Mm-hmm. They seem you so content, though. That's All what they, they seem. Because they... And... They're like the perfect amount of rude, but people still sort of respect them in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe I can be a service cat. I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing. I'm pretty sure I've seen a service cat before. All right, I'll be a service cat. <laughs> but like a beautiful one. Of course. I mean, that goes without saying. Okay. Number five. What's the last book you read? Uh, it was an accounting book. Of course um, it was. So besides that, oh, and the other ones were about operations like operation um operations at work um besides that i'm currently reading the portland black panthers actually i say that i've been carrying the book around for a while i haven't started it no that's not true i read the first two pages Mm, that counts you started reading it so i started that one um oh last book my bad Mm -hmm. (laughs) what's the last book you read i think the last book i finished was the Rebecca Rush book, like a year ago. <laughs> what book is that one? Um, Rebecca Rush is a professional mountain biker, um, but she was an endurance mm-hmm. racer. So basically, you've got these people in the world that do these things called endurance races, where every sort of like extreme sport situation outdoors is involved. So they like have to like swim down a river, climb a mountain, bike real far in the woods. And they do this um, intentionally? Hiking. Yeah, it'll be like okay. seven days in like Cambodia or something. I don't know, like wow. these like remote locations. And 
it's longer than seven days, I think. But um, yeah, everybody starts from the same place. You pick your own path. You have to go to certain checkpoints. It's super, super dangerous. Um, although fatalities do happen, they're quite low. Um, but yeah, there's a book about that and how she was like mm -hmm. kind of the best of, she's, they called her like the queen of suffering or something like that. That was her nickname. But she's just really, she was just really good at this. Um, but it was a good book. But now I'm reading um, that book by Dan Brown, Inferno. It's the third book okay, in that's the right. Angels and Demons Da Vinci Code series about Professor Robert Langdon. And I am almost done. It's getting, I mean, it's, it was good from the start, but mm -hmm. we're almost and getting to the, the others. I did. I read both of the others, but see, I'm confused because I haven't really looked into it. Is this supposed to be the third book? Because the other, I think Da Vinci Code references Angels and Demons at some point, but this one doesn't oh, reference either of the other book. Huh? Um, okay, no, no. I so I wonder if it's just like a prequel or if they don't care that the other books exist. Like, even though familiar. it's a series, it's not connected. Oh, okay. Except so I just looked it up. That Except what for the order fact that it's the read, same man. The, what order to read the Dan Brown books? What was the one you just said? Inferno? Inferno. Okay, so that one is listed as the fourth one. Fourth? I'm sorry, where was, wait. Where did Angels that? and Demons is actually recommended to read first. Yes. And this, then the Da Vinci Code. Okay. Then the Lost Symbol. The Lost and, Symbol? Oh, I'm looking at the back of the book and it says the Lost Symbol right on it. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so I didn't read that one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whoops. Because I read but it. says, it, although it, there are references in each book to the earlier stories, those references are not key to the plot. So no. reading out of order would not really cause confusion. Not at all. I read Da Vinci Code first, then I read Angels and Demons. Now I'm reading Inferno, and I guess next I will read The Lost Symbol. There you go. There you go. Order. All right. Number six. What are you passionate about? I don't, I don't think we have time for this question. Helping my people! <laughs> Okay, that's a good synopsis. Same. Okay, number seven. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? No, that ain't it. Why did that come to mind? Ooh. What came um, to mind? <laughs> Gremlins. Oh. <laughs> okay. Actually, no. I would. I guess I would go with. Um... Oh, that's ridiculous. What are these movies coming to my mind? All right, so giving you just my, the way my brain is going. The Wiz came to mind. I think it's only because mm -hmm. we spoke about that a couple of weeks ago. We talked about and how then, I feel about The Wiz. It's a great movie if she wasn't in it. <laughs> Malcolm X. But I, although I do enjoy that movie, I much more prefer the autobiography, the actual book. Um, ooh. It was an autobiography? I didn't realize. Yeah. Um, it was written... Wait a minute. Hold on. See, now I'm going to get up. Wait, no, I you keep it up. I can just ask movie. the internet. I got it. Um, uh, favorite movie. Yeah, Dang. It is an autobiography. I guess I can't remember. So. I can't. Oh, you need to read that. If anything, okay. as we are on the same vein up here of trying to get to know each other, it is the only book that I know of. I don't know about like when I was a child, but as an adult. It's the only, well, actually I was a teenager, I was 16. My father gave me that book. I have a distant relationship with my father, but he'd come to visit me. It was actually the last time I saw him was when I was 16. I'm not 31 for the record. Um, mm -hmm. And he gave me that book and it's probably the book I've read the most in my life. And it was, it's probably the book that's had the biggest impact on me. Okay. So anyhow, um, so if ever I can say he gave me a gift, it was introducing 
Malcolm X's autobiography to me. How about you? What's your favorite movie? I still don't know what mine is. Um, believe it or not, unrelated to anything that I actually enjoy in real life, my favorite movie is Half Baked. Oh, I was just thinking about that movie yesterday because I was watching a Dave Chappelle interview. Because no matter what mood I am in, that movie always makes me feel better because it's hilarious. It's ridiculous. It's it so ridiculous. over the top <laughs> ridiculous. But the thing is, apparently he didn't make it the way he wanted to make it. He called it a weed movie for kids. Oh. Um, he would have gone a lot. Apparently more. he would have done, right. he would have done more. But yeah. yeah. Ooh, Matilda. Oh, that's See? a good one. I think that, dang, who am I? But yeah, I think Matilda might be one of my favorite movies. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's like, there's so many great children's and like fun, lighthearted movies. Mm -hmm. I can't pick one. Like, I feel like kids' movies are all one great movie for me for the most part. Although I also liked Inglorious Bastards. That's a different, yeah, anyway, moving on. Mm, that one does not make my heart laugh, <laughs> but it was a good movie. <laughs> all right, number eight, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? Move to Whitelandia. Okay, that's fair. You? Um, I don't know. I'm pretty sporadic, so I don't know. Can you think of the craziest thing I've ever told you that I've done? See, that's the thing. Like, I feel like, like me even saying that moving to Portland was the craziest thing I ever done. It's only because, just to give you some context, I never ever thought I would leave New York or leave no, the Bronx. You need so, very so that's why, although in the you know, grand scheme of things. Like I could say, you know, going mountain biking on a, an advanced course with absolutely no experience was probably the craziest thing I've ever done because it was one of the most dangerous things I've ever done. But nah, that ain't it. It was the fact that I decided to surround myself by all white people um, and leave the, the wonderful comfort of my Bronx. For you, I want to say on, on the same level, you are, you're a go-getter. You're an adventure seeker. You're fearless in many ways so i don't i don't know it's like like in my I head guess, i'm like oh i went to that party that one time <laughs> right like because okay. that's crazy i guess from the outside looking in perhaps you i know what i'll say the craziest thing is that you've ever done and mm -hmm. i don't necessarily perceive it this way i just think others would it would be that you are actually actively wholeheartedly pursuing your dream to be the first African-American female road racer, professional. Okay. That's I, I would say that you are working your ass off on doing that. And most people would be like, that would be nice. But you know, they're still clocking in at a nine to five. And I'm not knocking anyone doing a nine to five, but if there's something you keep dreaming about or you want to do something else and you're not, can I just say you crazy for not doing that? There you go. All right, number nine. What are you currently watching on Netflix? Um, I'm gonna pull up the Netflix queue. It's been a oh little while. Girl, nothing. That's the answer then. If it's been no, a it's I've watching been watching. Nothing. All right, here we go. Here we go. Damn, I haven't watched any of this shit in a minute. You're right. <laughs> we were watching Lost, but then mm. we were told Lost would be whacked, so then we stopped watching it. Or but not oh, that it would be whacked. Not. But that I love ends, Lost. That it doesn't no, end watch well. It. Watch it. Watch it. It's one of my favorites. Ooh, Christmas vacation time. It's, it might be time to watch Gilmore Girls. Anyhow, how about you? What do you um, I think we're actually all caught up with the things we wanted to watch. We finished. We've actually. With we? Will and I. You know I can't be watching stuff by myself. Oh, um, I was not aware, actually. I did not know that. Well, oh. by myself, I am watching, not on Netflix, but on Amazon Prime, I found 
they have all <laughs> all the seasons of Monk, and I don't think oh. I ever finished it. Oh, I don't think I finished it either. Mm-hmm. They have all the seasons of Monk, and they have all the seasons of I think they're called. It's called Young Americans, the one with uh, Carrie Russell. I was gonna say Felicity, but that ain't her real name. Right. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So that like technically we're in the middle of the. Well, I'm in the middle of those, but on Netflix we finished watching the show you were watching. Um, okay. But I started Fuller House and it's terrible. I'm only watching it out that, of- Don't keep watching it, don't do it. It's so bad. You ain't gonna it's, like it. I watched, I think, I don't even remember if I watched the whole thing. I just know I, it, I, it ended with disappointment wherever I stopped. <laughs> I was yeah, yeah. Okay, what's the coolest thing you're working on right now? Ooh, I feel like I'm working on a lot of cool things. Um, coolest, the coolest, pick one. Oh, I'm sorry, that means one. Um, See, I gotta protect my magic right now. So what am I gonna tell y'all about? Um, Something that's gonna happen very soon. What's the coolest thing that you're working on that people will know about really soon? My laundry. No, I'm sorry. But I do have to do laundry today. <laughs> um, uh, we should do these as rapid fire because we'll be here all day. Yeah. Trying to, trying it's to... a secret. Mm. I pass. You? Oh. Okay. Um, the coolest thing I'm working on is I'm bringing coolest. back my virtual ride series. Yeah, together is what it's called, and mm-hmm. I think it's really cool because it connects the global cycling community, and you can sure be is. anybody. You don't have. You can be like a super competitive racer. You can be a com- commuter. You can just you could be a, a mom who rides with her kids, like anybody who rides a bike. As long as you ride a bike, that's all you need to do to qualify. And you set a goal and you achieve it and you do it together, but at home separately. Um, but this year, I think I'm gonna add a Zwift component and you can actually do better together with me, even if you're not with me. So that's really cool. Um, and I'm gonna bring back the roller parties because that was the thing that folks said. Okay. So I want to say that most of the people that listen to us are not aware of what Zwift is or what rollers are. So can you do that in like 20 oh, seconds? Okay. Zwift is like a computer game, but on bicycles. And the bicycle is a controller and you race bicycles or ride bicycles with people who are also on their own bicycle at home connected to the internet. Does that help? Mm-hmm. And what are rollers? And rollers. Okay. So they're three like metal circular things that are attached to this i'm gonna call it a contraption but basically the idea is that you put your bike on it and you balance using just your balance you're not like attached to anything but in order to keep the balance kind of like a treadmill but Mm -hmm. um not it's just three drum rollers that you're balancing on right so kind of like a treadmill if you don't keep going you'll fall off like if you don't keep running or walking, you'll fall off. It's the same concept with um, rollers, except it's way more terrifying than the treadmill, but also still doable. <laughs> All right, um, number eleven. Who would you most like to swap places with for a day? All right. So right now, the running list in my head has been Michelle Obama, Beyonce. Tiffany Haddish, hmm. um, <laughs> Yama? What? I don't want to be Yama. Nah, nah, nah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, um, I like Yama being a Yama, but I don't want to be a Yama. 
and admittedly, like, but there are also people who I'm like, not necessarily, I would not revere, including a young, I mean, like, let her keep doing her thing, but I'm, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily. Yeah, we're not always on the same like, page. So admire her. But like, I would also like to trade places with someone in like. Like Gail. <laughs> well, I mean, of course. But like, what about someone on like death row? Like they're about to go into the electric chair, but this is only because it's, it's temporary. That, it's that most like though. Wait, see, but I would like most like to swap places with them, and it's only because I only if I'm able to keep their consciousness and just be aware of it, because I want to know what they're thinking. I very, mm-hmm. I very much like to know That's what someone's thought process is in the circumstances that I would never put myself in, or at least hope not, because you know I'm black, so who knows. But, um, so yeah, I'm going to randomly just choose an Aboriginal in Australia. That's what I'd like to swap places with for the day. Okay. See, if I could go on some conniving nonsense right now, I would swap Ooh. places with 45 and retire. <laughs> 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 and then he would get his yes. body back. <laughs> yes. He's like, wait a minute. How did we, it'll be like, what's that, Freaky Friday? Mm-hmm. Like, wait, how did, what the? That's what I would do. It, I dig it. I respect that. I respect that not, so much. Not because I want to be him. Yeah, nah. But nah, I, do I, get that. I do it for my people. I do for my people. Oh, yeah. And you would be like, me and all of these people right here, me and my whole cabinet, we out. Mm-hmm. That's it. Can you retire one day? Because I would really <laughs> yeah. We go. We will do the research and figure out what needs to be in place in order to make that happen in advance. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this no more. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Number <laughs> number twelve. What's the best meal you've ever had? Okay, the best recent meal I had because I really can't go that far back. I'll just go with last year. So 2016's Friendsgiving was one of the best meals I ever had. Not just because I cooked most of the food. It was most. It was really because it was the first time I ever had a friends gathering although only what i only knew like two y'all you and will um like well but i enjoyed recreating like that family atmosphere with strangers and with friends alike because that's a big deal for me i i love having meals with family and having a big family is always something i've aspired to and i have lots of folks i consider family back in the bronx but yeah i would say that was the best meal i've had how about you? Okay. Um, yeah, it's a hard one. I think one of the best meals I've ever had was, it was, oh, it's so hard. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick, ooh, I don't remember anything else, but I was on a cruise ship. Um, Where are you youth- going? We went to the Bahamas. It was me, my mom, and my dad, which this is rare that we sat down and had a meal together. And mm. on the cruise ship, they had escargot, and it had this like super flaky, buttery crust. You like pastries. escargot? Listen, it had a super flaky, buttery crust pastry on the top of it. And to this wow. day, I have not had anything like it. It was so good. Wow. In middle school, and I'm still like, man, I wish I could eat that again. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, along the same lines, the first time, and I happened to be in Honduras, and I was with my grandmother, six or seven, 
and it was the first time I ever ate crab. Puerto Rico, all the food there, all of the places. Okay, yeah, but I'm in Honduras at this time. So I was eating crab for the first time. And mind you, we had literally just picked these crabs up out the ocean because she lived literally across the street from the ocean. Oh. We and we we got some crab. She Poor cooked crabs. them up. And it was not a circle of life. Shit. Watch the Lion King. <laughs> and so then <laughs> she was showing me how to like properly like crack them open and all that. And like how to properly clean them and all that. Oh my God, crab meat fresh out the ocean. That ooh, I Number 13, if you could visit anywhere in the world you've never been, where would you go? Either, either Iceland. Okay. Or Syria, because I want to see what's going on right now Mm. and like how people live in. No, I take back Iceland. Um, wherever in Africa, mm-hmm. most there of me you is go. from. <laughs> wherever most of me is from. There you go. Because I don't know where that is just yet. So yeah, oh, either Syria. Gonna do the, are you going to do the test? I'm going to do the test. I just can't afford the test right now. Understood. So, I mean, if someone want to throw a DNA test at us, holla. But it has to be the black-owned one. At um, Laura. I'm I ain't sorry. taking I, it. I ain't taking it. I can I steal your DNA. I'm sure this is highly Again, legal. if they get it, it won't because God, be because I gave it to them on purpose. We talked about this. See, All I right. could just go to your house, take your toothbrush, mm-hmm. grab Ew. some hair out the drain. Like, there are ways. I watch movies. I know this. I, I mean, mean, this is all apparently. This is all disgusting. Okay. How about um, you? Where would you want to go? Yeah, I don't know which African nation. I think South Africa seems like it'd be a lot of fun. Okay. Um, and that might just be like because I have like a tourist perspective mm. in my head because I know there are parts of it that are that are not uh-huh. the way that you know the commercials want us to see it. Um, but yeah, somewhere on the continent, I don't know where specifically, but somewhere on the continent. Okay. Um, what are some of your pet peeves? Number fourteen. This episode is not long enough for that. What is yours? Um, I have a lot of them too. Number okay, 15. wait, wait. Okay, I'll give okay. you my my one, my biggest okay. one right now. It's passive aggressiveness. Okay, that's fair. Okay, moving on. Number fifteen. What's your secret talent that no one knows about? Okay, without sounding cocky, I feel like I have a few of those only because I am a private person. Just pick one. Oh, but I'm trying to figure out, did I tell anybody about that one when they asked me about this? Just pick one. All right, this is, okay, this is random. I'm really good at untying knots. Okay, did not know that. Um, Secret talent that no one knows about. I can touch my nose with my tongue. Oh, I can do that too. There you go. Number six. Is that a talent though? Wait, talent is innate, a skill, or something you work at. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right, come, keep going. Jeez, trying to steal my little shot. I'm just, I'm stepping on it. I just, just just because you can do it too doesn't mean it's not a talent. Maybe you just talented as well. That's all. There is enough room for us all at the top. Number 16. (laughs) 
four individuals, oh Lord, this is gonna take you forever. Which four individuals, <laughs> living or dead, would you like to eat dinner with most? Uh, my grandma. Okay. My, like, I don't know, like 10, j- 10 generations ago, grandma. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> G to the 10th. They, they just say living a dead, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Malcolm X. And because I can't figure it out, some random ass person at the universe just decides like you, you it. Because why not have a random? How about you? Okay. Four people. Um, I think Flojo would be one of them. Mm. Um. Wait, what's the question? Just somebody I'm trying to have dinner. Or individuals living or dead, you would want to eat dinner with the most. The most. Okay. Um. See, I, I could let the dead folks go. Actually, no. I would like to have dinner with my dad. So, Flojo and my dad. And wow. yeah, I think it would be a very excellent conversation. Um and who else i would like to have dinner with what's her name um who's a who's the black lady who did the the hair products madam madam cj walker her because mm-hmm. i want to know you know right did it. and then circumstance, under those circumstances especially harriet Mm-hmm. Of course. T- Tubman, I want to know. Mm-hmm. So my dad is going to be the only <laughs> male there. That's um, all right. But I just got some questions for him that I didn't get to ask. So uh, since I can bring folks back from the dead, you know. <laughs> you know. All right. Number <laughs> um, 17, if you were a crayon, what color would you be? Black. No. Um, like my soul. <laughs> I want to be. That's what a baby think of. Um, I would be periwinkle. Okay. I would be any shade of, no, not any shade of green. I don't green? know. Some, mm-hmm. some shade of green. Um, which favorite shade of green changes all the time. So I, I don't know. Oh, all right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, 18. What's the most helpful way for you to get feedback? Directly. Okay. Um, same. Yes. Mm-hmm. Same. 19, what is your favorite family tradition? It's something we don't, we haven't done. My family is my mother and I. Um, We would, or I would randomly pick a train station off of the New York City subway map. And we would go there and have a meal near that train station stop. That's That's, really cute. I would say it's probably one of my favorite. And it was only like, like once every few months because you know we had to get the money up because like what if laura picks an expensive ass restaurant which apparently i never did um but yeah how about you um i don't remember my favorite but since we talked about it earlier i remember when i was little if we had like a good day or something whatever I would ask for Little Caesars and my mom would get it. And I thought that was always really, like, I was always really excited. You remember when you were little and pizza was like the most exciting thing in the world? Heck yeah. Yeah. So like Little Caesars was like 
a big ah, deal. Ah, okay. okay. It means something went right. Um, <laughs> so I really like that family tradition. I don't know if it's my favorite, but I enjoyed that one. Um, who is your least favorite superhero? This is the last question. Number 20. Wow. I know a lot of superheroes. I don't, um, so I should probably start thinking though. Least favorite. All right, let me just go with my train of thought. So the ones that come to mind are <laughs> Quail Man from Doug. Oh, really? <laughs> He's your least um, favorite? No, he just, I'm just, these are the superheroes that have come to mind. So Catwoman, mm -hmm. Poison Ivy. Well, Poison Ivy was a villain. Um, of course, you have your regular ass Superman, Spider-Man, Batman. I don't know. Ooh. Mm. I, mm, I think. Mm, I know. I think I might say Batman. Okay. That's because he represents so much white privilege to me. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. See, I'm going to pick Iron Man for similar reasons. He just gets on my last nerves. Like, right. I just don't wait like did that. he always get on your nerves or was it like a marvel movie that made him get on your nerves like did you know about i don't iron know man if i knew about iron man before the marvel movies okay. so maybe the comic book iron man i would like better but if the premise of the story is that he's a jerk because he's got a lot of money and feels like he's always right mm -hmm. pretty much probably still not gonna like him <laughs> all right <laughs> that wraps up the getting to know us all right. Okay, let's move it along. Let's move it along. All right. So for pardon me, Miss, pardon me. Feedback from you, the people. Um, in response to episode one of the season by Black, we had mentioned how Central Park was stolen. Um, is on stolen land, and on that note. EX Mundo on Instagram mentioned that it's also the same case for Dodger Stadium, which was built on land taken from Mexicans, which is something I did not know. Did you know, Saija? No. The Dodger but, Stadium was built on Mexican land? I believe it, though. I mean, I guess I'm surprised, but yeah, I didn't know that. Um, and in response to episode two, also on the Instagram, which we're fixed at Black Jesus on Instagram, um, someone, Fred Nolan, mentioned that and this was the episode about guns, firearms. My father was a Korean war veteran and wouldn't tolerate toy guns in the house. My mother would let me have water pistols. That was it. They both grew up in the South with parents who hunted to live, not for sport. In our urban upbringing, they saw no practical reason to be armed. I still don't. And a couple of people agreed with him. Um, and I responded uh, and said this, that I also grew up in a similar situation. My uncle was a Gulf War vet, I believe. And he would not allow for me or my three cousins, admittedly, it was, this was more aimed at my boy cousin, um, to not have toy guns, although the girls couldn't have them either. And my mom also upheld that where toy guns were not allowed. And I feel like that, was, that would have been a great opportunity to make that distinction between, you know, why guns should not be toys and the seriousness behind them, but also opening up that conversation to who who, what gun responsibility means and not just because in that moment, all that did was instill fear in me, like guns are bad, which for a child, yes, I have no business touching a gun. Um, or at least I don't think so. Although there's a video I want to share with y'all of this. I believe she's a girl, this black girl who is disassembling an assault rifle, I believe. 
and is very um, proficient in doing that. But anyhow, um, I'll post it on Instagram. And lastly, in response to my question, uh, besides Shaft and Django, name a movie where black people with guns are portrayed as heroes. The answer was bad, or one person said, bad boys one and two. And that was by Alan Herc. Um, sorry, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. And I agree, yes, but can you name another one? <laughs> That'll do it for pardon me, miss. Pardon me. <laughs> Thank you again for responding to us, sliding in our DMs. There was a couple emails as well. Um, so yes, please continue to reach out and I will respond. Yeah, you can find us at Fix It Black Jesus on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or you can email us at fixitblackjesus at gmail.com. All right. Ooh, lastly, guess who likes one of our pictures, though? I remember you wanted Jennifer that Jennifer Lewis! Yeah, yeah, Jennifer yeah. Lewis. In her defense, it was a picture of Jennifer Lewis. Yeah, 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 yeah. But still, but it was posted by Fix It Black Jesus. It sure was. So for one second, she knew that Fix It Black Jesus was. Well, thing. Mm-hmm. That was it. That's all yeah, I knew. She knew it existed in some capacity. Okay. Um. So, 45. Mm. I'm going to... Mm, mm. Uh, so I don't know if y'all seen Auntie Maxine out in the streets trying to like air out as much of this laundry as she can, mm-hmm. because I think there are these rumors that he was trying to fire, is it Mueller? Is that how you say his name? I believe so. Um, and Mueller is the one who's investigating all the Russia collusion, Russian collusion mm-hmm. stuff from the, the um, election. And if Trump, uh, 45 <clears throat> were actually trying to fire this man, that would definitely be obstruction of justice, whatever, whatever. But Auntie Maxine, I don't know where she's finding these platforms and pedestals, but I heard her, I've heard her speaking from every mountaintop. Mm-hmm. Like, what is he hiding from? Why don't he want, you know, um, doing her thing? So thank you, Auntie. Um, and I hope that Black Jesus can fix all of this get homeboy out and we can then proceed to deal with his I purposes. mean eventually you gonna switch bodies with him for a day so yeah yeah I mean even if we get 45 out we still have to deal with Pence and my god well um, that's what I'm saying like we need to figure out how it's not just him but like his whole administration, the whole administration. oh that would be great um, yeah like that's why we need to do research now so that when that time comes yes. the freaky Friday moment yes, happens yes. boom we got this yes 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 um <laughs> I don't know if y'all saw Paul Ryan doing a jig because the House passed the tax reform bill. Mm. I know it had to go back to a vote. Did it make it through again? Yes, it did. Oh, Lord. Okay, so now it's up to the Senate. Um, so call them folks. Call your senators. Tell them you ain't into it. And if you are into it, please do your research. And I hope you find that you are actually not into it because it ain't for you. Mm-hmm. Chances are if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> it ain't for you. <laughs> I'm just throw that out there. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, that's less relevant today. Um, so, uh, yeah, 23% of Americans say that fake news is the second most annoying phrase in 2017, or was the second most annoying phrase in 2017, and whatever was the most annoying phrase. So that's just a little wrap it up box for your year, um, or whatever, you know. <laughs> Uh, and that's all I had for uh, 45. Um, for Fix It Black Jesus, I want y'all to know that Transabled is a thing and I need that Black Jesus to do something with it, about it, get rid of it. I'm sorry, I'm going to explain this. I'm going to explain this, man. So y'all remember when Rachel, who changed her name to something African, but I'm not even going to gratify that. So Rachel 
decided she was transracial because she felt like she was a black woman trapped mm -hmm. in a white woman's body, I guess is how that works. So <sighs> transabled folks believe that they have a disability and they are going as far as to get illegal surgeries to make it so that they are actually disabled. Um, yes, no, that is, this it is, is a thing. This is, no. It is no. a thing. Is this on the onion? Are you sure this is real? I looked it up because I am believing myself it's real. Um, and further news to fix the black Jesus. I can't. I can't. What? And I actually, this woman threw bleach on her eyes so she could be blind. Laura. What? Black Jesus gonna deal what? with that. We can't do nothing about her. Oh, oh mm -hmm. next. We can't next. do nothing for her. Moving on. So the nasty roommate. Remember the nasty roommate who was messing with the black girl? Her name, the white lady, is Brianna Brochu. She is not going to be charged with a hate crime. She got out of it. She has shimmied her way out of trouble. Hmm. So I'm going to ask. Hmm. Um, Where she live? <laughs> yeah, we don't have to do that. University All the of Hartford. What's that? Hartford is Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Her name is Brianna Brochu. Mm -hmm. Somebody know her. Former University of Hartford student. I'm gonna need y'all. I'm a cuckoo. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need the black squad in Hartford. Did you just to come for Brianna? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like a bat signal, except it's just like a black fist. Imagine the okay. black fist instead of a bat. There we go. Right. Okay. So earlier this week there was, um, in I guess a Twitter beef or battle or whatever between Tanahisi Coates and Cornell West, and it resulted in Tanahisi Coates leaving Twitter. And I haven't checked to see if he ever came back. I don't know. But um, I don't really have a whole lot to say about the battle itself, except that I really hope that they can find an amicable middle ground. Um, yeah. I don't need them to agree. I really don't. I do believe that they fundamentally have differences that will make that impossible. But this idea of infighting and having and forgetting that no matter what, we're in some capacity all on the same side. Um, it's a problem. We don't have the resources and time for this right now. I do believe people should, we do need to hold each other accountable for the things that we say and the things that we do. But without getting into details, I feel like there's more that can be done. Now, the final straw for Tiny Easy Coats is mm -hmm. that was it Richard Spencer? Was that who it was that tweeted out he's right? And even for those who don't know, I believe it was Richard Spencer, whoever it was, it was a very well-known white supremacist who was co-signing with Cornell West. And after that, Tanis was like, I'm out. I can't do this no more. Or at least he canceled his Twitter account. And I assume that those are the words that he said while he did it. Um, was this before or after Cornell West um, had that op-ed in The Guardian? where it's titled Tiny Easy Coats is the neoliberal face of the black freedom struggle. Probably after. What date was on that article? December 17th. Yeah, it's probably after. I think that, that might have sparked all of this. Um, and then last time I fixed it, Black Jesus List, somebody needs to go and grab Miss Princess. I don't know if it's Princess Michael or Mikhail or however she say it. But... Yo, right <laughs> Sure. I don't know how you say your name, miss, but I'm going to need you to not be wearing no racist jewelry, okay? And, like, no. everyone's making a big deal about it because of Meghan Markle, but even without Meghan Markle, it's Seriously. still racist. It is still racist. I don't care if you have a black princess, a black 
a black visitor. I don't care who's there. I don't care if they black, I don't care if they white, I don't care if they yellow, green, it don't matter. You don't need to be wearing no racist jewelry, ma'am, okay? Okay, but did you see her response when she was like, well, I've worn this before and nobody had a problem? That is who are you wearing it around, miss? Who are you wearing it around? Ain't nobody calls you on it. But now folks are paying attention, which is a little sad that this is what it took. But what I need you to know, ma'am, is that this is not okay. So for those who don't know what I'm talking about, she was wearing a a brooch Brooch. um, that was in... It Black says more. I think they it says it. brooch on this article that I'm reading. I've heard of brooches, but I'm reading B R O C H. See who you getting your news from? They don't know how to spell Huffington Post. They don't know how to spell. Oh, actually, no. Continue on. I'm a Google brooch. See, I was with you. I was like, "What's a brooch?" But I'm reading what I see. <laughs> I'm sounding it out. Okay. So Wait, anyway, B R O C H. You said B R O O C H. R O. But it looked like a brooch. It does. So anyway, she is wearing this uh, pin, we're going to call it, that is created in a European art style known as Blackmore. Like the Moors, like the dark-skinned folks from North mm-hmm. Africa. Um, but it, this style of art often fetishized, I can't even say that word, um, Black folks and often romanticized slavery, which is not okay. So we gonna just need Miss Ma'am, Mikhail, Princess Michael, whatever your name is, don't wear it no more. And if you have any more racist jewelry hiding in your little closets in your little little jewelry boxes, mm-hmm. I don't know if you wanna lock it away. Don't sell it, please don't sell it. Please do not pass this on to some other white person to do the same thing that you're doing. Spare us all, you don't need the dollars. You're a princess, I'm sure you got it. Just put it away. Lock it away. Get rid of it. Do what you got to do. But don't wear it no more. And, and not because of Mar- um, the new princess Prince, coming along. Yeah. Just because it's not okay. It's That's just all. not right, man. It's just not right. No. Man, you don't and need to be doing this. for the linguist out there, um, mm-hmm. brooch refers to an ornamental pin, which is what she was wearing, mm-hmm. which is often confused for brooch. Apparently, mm-hmm. brooch is incorrect. Broach yeah. is either a verb, which means to pierce or break into, of course, or a noun refers to a tapered cutting tool or a hole made by such a tool. But yeah, the two words are pronounced the same, though. So brooch has a silent O because it actually, or I guess, whatever. It's still pronounced broach, broach. despite spelling. See, Rhymes I with coach. You know what that. I learned last week? Where well, I felt really slow for just learning it. Mm. I guess this is kind of like a bus how a newspaper lead is not L-E-A-D. It's not like a lead, like a head. It's a L-E-D-E. Oh, I didn't I didn't know that. Oh. I didn't know that until last I week. I didn't see that though. I guess it's kind of like aid versus aid. Like, but, all right, anyway, yeah, the, it's the E's. It's English. It's their silent letters, damn it. Anyway. They be, they be tripping us out. And we we learned this language. Yes, we did. Years yes, ago. As and children, as little children people. Mm-hmm. Little babies, little all babies. Right. Okay. Black creatives? Yes. I'm going to do a quick rundown. There's a Cop Stop app created by a teenage boy. He black. His little siblings didn't feel safe, so he wanted to create something to help them with that. Basically what it does, if you are approached by the police or you're being pulled over, you pull out your phone, you start the, you start recording, and as soon as you let go, it sends the video to this database so they can't delete it off of your phone. Wow. There have been What's speculations that... 
oh, if you pull out your phone, then they're going to shoot you, which we know is very possible. So I highly recommend that if you decide you're going to use this app, make sure that you are in a, in, a, in a place where you can safely pull out your phone. Well, I guess, like, if you're in a car, you cool. But if this is a stop and frisk situation, then you ask that out. Probably, that's probably not going to work out for you. And his um, name is George Hofstetter. What is it? George Hofstetter. H-O-F-S-T-E-T-T-E-R. That is not... Okay. Mm, last week, we spoke about slave names. Anyway, please continue. Mm-hmm. So I'll tweet about that today. Either way, um, there's also a therapy for Black girls, Black creatives. Therapy for Black girls. You can find a directory of Black women who are therapists at therapyforblackgirls.com. I love how direct that is. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, would be I need therapy, therapy for Black, black girls. girls. Let me look at therapyforblackgirls.com. It's very simple. Seriously. I like it. Um, and then my last Black creative, I wanted to just put y'all, if you haven't figured it out yet, Quinta versus everything. I'm obsessed with Quinta B. Oh, did you it's see the hilarious. remix? There's a remix? Yeah. Oh, of the Only Matters theme? Yes. yes. So one of her <laughs> colleagues made, they redid the Family Matters like intro theme. But it's just everybody is Quinta except for Grandma. Grandma's the same person. Yes. And then there was one other person that was like kind of put in there. But it's really funny. <laughs> it's really good. Um, but Quinta's amazing. Um, yes. And it's a Facebook show. So I don't I don't know how I never watched the show. Wait, this is a show? Yeah, it's like a like a short. It's like a, a series, oh, like a like a web just series. Like- those little video, okay, no. all right, you yeah. put me onto that. Cool. It's called Quinta versus everything. Um, I mean, she's been making stuff like this all along, but now there's like mm-hmm. a, 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 like a thing. Like a I'm really into these it. Facebook shows. They get, I, I, I wanted to not be into it, but I really do like Ball in the Family, even as ridiculous as they are. Mm. Speaking of Rob creators, I know, I know, I know. Oh, Lord. But LeVar is up to it again. So <laughs> last I heard, he pulled his kids out of school and- This is Ball in the Family. No, I didn't. I didn't watch it, but I heard through the grapevine. He pulled his mm-hmm. kid out, kids out of school and was gonna send them to Lithuania or something. I don't know to play basketball. Wait a minute! No, 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 no! Isn't Lithuania that? Re- mm-hmm. Let me. All right, keep going. I'm gonna okay. Go. Either way, so now his plan. I don't know if that's related or unrelated. He's still doing the Lithuania thing. I don't know where we at with that. But all I know is right now he wants to create a new league, kind of like an intermediary between high school oh, and the NBA. That. I think it's a great idea. He wants to create a new league for prospect like um, NBA prospects to um, not have to go to the NCAA, mm-hmm. um, which is college ball, but they have all these rules and regulations, blah, 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 blah. And you have to go to college, blah, 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 which is fine. But again, I don't think college is for everyone anymore. Um, and there are people who all they want to do is go play basketball. So let them give them that, give them that shot. So this league would give them that shot and they would get paid. There wouldn't be all these like, you can't do this and you can't do that uh, for um, NBA eligibility. Um, and people are mad. They're really mad because people don't like LeVar Ball because he's a hard pill of, a hard pill to swallow. But no matter how you look at it, it's a good idea. And also, P. Diddy is trying to buy the, is it North Carolina, South Carolina Panthers, the NFL team? And mm-hmm. Steph Curry was like, oh, I want to get in on that. So we make money moves and Black people moves. And I'm very excited about all of it. Okay. Yep. And I confused Lithuania with Liberia. No, nope, um, not the same place. <laughs> and I was concerned that they were going to Liberia. This will be a conversation for a whole nother day. But the history of Liberia is fascinating. 
anyhow, which is in okay. Africa, unlike Lithuania, which is in Europe. Okay, continuing. Okay, so um, those are all your black creators. I got a few. I'm done. I'm done. Go ahead. So Zandra Beauty, I have mentioned Zandra before. She is a. Uh, I'm gonna say she's 14 now, and you know, a young entrepreneur, young black girl who decided she wanted to make um, cosmetics like lip glosses and soaps, things of that sort, but natural because she found that the ones that were, you know, the Dove soaps, fuck them, um, and things of that sort were not natural and they racist. Um, oh, side note, as usual, mm-hmm. I was at the Dollar Tree the other day because I recently discovered this Dollar Tree. at the Dollar Tree? At the Dollar <laughs> There was, okay, so there was lotion, like a hand lotion at, I'm obsessed with hand lotion and lip balm, um, amongst other things, I guess. And I had grabbed the Dove hand lotion. It was like, and anyway, so I'm at the, the checkout line and the girl at the checkout line happened to be a brown girl, as in, I'm sure she was Latina because the way her hair was set up and like, she was Latina. Anyway, and she was like, oh, you buying this? And I was like, yes. She was like, mm, did you see that commercial they did? You saw that, you saw that thing they did? And I was like, you hold you accountable. I was like, you right, girl, you right. Can you take yes. it out? And she, I loved that she like, she she was yes. checking me. She was checking me. And yes. I appreciated that. To show, shout out to her at the Dollar Tree. I'm going to see you again tomorrow. I anyway. Know. I needed some shower gel or whatever, soap to yeah. wash my behind. Mm-hmm. And I was in the aisle looking at the, the shower soaps. And I'm like, mm, we ain't buying Dove no more. No, so I ended up with some ivory. Have you used ivory in the past like 20 years? <laughs> My grandma used to use ivory. <laughs> <laughs> Their branding right now is trash. So if somebody who um, somebody who work at ivory, I only bought it because it wasn't dove and it was inexpensive, but y'all mm-hmm. can do better with the branding. Okay. Google. Or it. better yet, I'm gonna put you on to some inexpensive black owned brands i have to look that up though because i haven't found that <laughs> i just know yeah, it, we, must, it, it okay. just has to be this because you know right now buying black is like buying organic as we said before but anyway mm-hmm. zondra on the other hand her big ass lip balms oh my god as a person who owns well over 25 lip balms i feel like i am an authority on this or you only have the two lips though <laughs> yeah but that's 365 days a year but that's 365 days a year though so like, and I have like one in this room, one in my book bag, one in my pocket, like, come on. Okay. Anyway, Zondra Beauty, get yourself on. The big ass lip balm is super moisturizing and you can also use it as lotion. So like, let's say you forgot your lotion and you still, you see you got I the little we could, white we, 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 we got it. Zondra Beauty, you got that? Okay. <laughs> the next one also has to do with the beautification of your skin, especially if you got the eczema. Def natural, spelled D-E-F, naturals. You need to holler at them. Not like the Zima water? (laughs) Not like the Zima water, no. I mispronounced it intentionally for the people in the back. Eczema. If you got the eczema, maybe psoriasis. I don't know. I never had that, but I got the eczema. Girl, boy, man, children, tree, anybody. Get you some death natural. It's 100% natural, black owned, and so effective. Coming from a person who has had the eczema since she was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. I got it right now, Jesus. Last but not least, La Mer Clothing. It is a another Black-owned business. This woman, whose name I forget, mm-hmm. made, um, she made clothing for nursing moms. And essentially, it's, from what I've seen, it's like a zipper. So you could pop your booby out to feed your baby. But it looks like a normal hoodie or... Uh, 
uh, you know, there's cow neck sweaters and there are other tops and so forth that are very fashionable, but don't make you look like, you know, super matronly unless that's what you're going for. Black owned and she's been very successful. Support a sister. All right, that's all I got. Okay. Okay, so that brings us last but not least to our bus house section. Bus um, house. Yes. But before that, um, I just wanted to say I found me a black girl therapist. I didn't use therapyforblackgirls.com, um, but I'm using an online therapist. And I was debating between BetterHelp and Talkspace, which are the two big online therapy spots. Um, but I found a group on for BetterHelp, and they matched me with a black woman. So that was clearly yep. the choice for me. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, it's going great. I had a live session. We've been chatting it up. It's wonderful. If you need to sort through some things, I highly recommend it. Okay. Bus how? R. Kelly got robbed. His Atlanta home. He got home. He ain't have no stuff no more. It's not funny, but it's funny. That's all I got. Okay, along the lines of R. Kelly, because yesterday I was watching this Dave Chappelle interview, and I still, I'm not talking to Dave Chappelle right now, but mm. not that he know me, but like I ain't talking to him right now because of his- Oh, my uh, favorite movie, Half-Baked, though. Like I know, but then the I'm Netflix, mad. the I'm last mad. Netflix, come on. But it reminded me, if no one has ever seen this, of the R. Kelly skit he did, Pee on Me, or Pee on You, rather. Mm-hmm. Players wanna play, lovers wanna love. I don't really want none of the above. I wanna own you. <laughs> you can say pee on you, Aisha. It's not like you don't the words. What a pee. Those on. The, it wasn't pee. He used the uh, P-I-S-S yeah. word. You can piss on. Oh, I don't like that word. See, there's a pet peeve. I don't like that word. It's so vulgar. I didn't know you didn't like that. Oh, on a related note, I said pissed off in church once to oh, the mm, priest. Bless it. See, and I, oh. I so, well, because he was <laughs> asking. In a confession? We this were about to know. <laughs> no, we were all, I went to Catholic school and we were all getting prepared for confirmation, which is a sacrament. Anyway, and he was asking us, like, what are things that you feel like you need to work on? And I said, I feel like I get pissed off too easily. And I was like, oh, wait, is that a cuss word? And he was like, Laura. I was like, sorry, Father Mark. Anyway, um, <laughs> bus how? All right. So this one's a little bit of a stretch. But, but. I just feel like y'all need to know this. Mm-hmm. There were, millions of years ago, human-sized penguins. Nope. Yeah, Aisha. Thank you for fixing Aisha. it, like Jesus. Thank you. Aisha. <laughs> Thank like you. 2262. <laughs> like, no. grown-ass man Mm-mm. status. Penguins. No, no, no. No, 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 Lastly, actually, Aisha, you put me onto this and I feel like I because I sneezed and she saw it. I saw Aisha sneeze and I'm like, Aisha, why are you dabbing? And she's like, I'm not dabbing, Laura. I was just covering my mouth. But she told me about the dab acronym for when you do sneeze, you need to dab. And DAB is an acronym for destroy all bacteria. So yes. tell me why I found a tweet. elbow. That's what I tell my nurse. You sneeze into your elbow. I found into your elbow. Where it says, this is what my son is doing at school. You just see this little black boy dabbing. And it says, Mrs. Fiddler's class would like to remind you to destroy all bacteria when you cough or sneeze. Mm-hmm. It's so there you go. Dab, everyone. Dab. This is this flu season. Dab away. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. All right. 
Uh, I'm Aisha McGowan. And I'm Laura Solis. And this was Fix It Black Jesus. We will Jesus. see you next year. Oh, Ooh. yes. That's right. Happy New Year, everyone. Mm-hmm. Ta-ta for now. Wow. Ta-ta for now. <laughs> Happy birthday, Black Jesus. Happy birthday. Mm, okay, you know what it is. Really I mean, about. I don't think it's really as. Br- anyway, I don't even know if I believe you. All right, we, we just need to go by. Bye. Please fix it, Black Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs>